Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from John chapter 15, verses 18 through 25. This is really important teaching because Jesus is giving instructions to his disciples right before his crucifixion. He's going to explain to them how things are going to be. He's already told them that they're to love one another. That one way the world will know who we are is through our love that we have for one another. That's going to set us apart. Then he talks about the hatred that some will experience because they follow Jesus Christ. That's hard to swallow sometimes to think that people that love Jesus and love the world are going to be hated by the world. Uh, So many times you hear of Hollywood stars have come out and said, that they're faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ, that they're Christians and they're attacked almost instantaneous. Uh, You have people dig up information on some Hollywood star's church. And uh, I remember Chris Pratt being one of those guys came out and talked about how he was a follower of Christ. And it wasn't long before people had tweeted out that his church was uh, anti-LGBTQ community, uh, that His church was hateful in some way, so he took a lot of abuse because of that. Then he tried to go and and, and push back against that and say, no, his church was very loving and accepting of, of different groups of people. The point is, if you take a stand for Jesus Christ, even though if you have the love of Christ in your heart and you love people self sacrificially, some people are going to reject you just because you follow Jesus. And we need to understand that going in. Now, when you become a Christian, Some people are going to just dislike you because you're a follower of Christ. It's good to to know that that's going to happen and not be surprised by that. Now, this passage that we're going to read is not saying be a jerk. Jesus is not going around saying just be a jerk to a lot of people. And when they hate you because you're a jerk, then you can blame it on the fact that you're a Christian. It's not what he's saying at all. He's already talked about the love that we're supposed to have and, and this radical love. What he is talking about is that when you are truly following him, when you truly follow Jesus and you love people and you love the Lord Jesus Christ and you have certain standards you live by and you adhere more to what the Bible says than what the culture is telling you, then people are not going to like that. They're not going to like it at all. So listen to what Jesus tells us. He gives us some exhortation and just some things to expect things we should expect as Christians, and not be shocked when these things happen. So once again, we're reading from John 15, 18 through 25. If the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of this world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But all these things they will do on account of my name, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have been guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works that no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen and hated both me and my father. But the word that is written in their law must be fulfilled. They hated me without cause. So Jesus is telling his disciples, listen, 
they hated me first, and they're going to hate you. And if you go back to John chapter 7, verse 7, Jesus says that the world hated him because he testified about the works that are evil. A lot of times, darkness does not like when light is shown upon it, when evil deeds are called out for what they are. And sometimes when you're just living a life devoted to Jesus Christ, and you're loving your family, and you're loving your neighbor, and you're doing the things you need to be doing, people are not going to like you for that, just by the very nature that you're living contrary to what the culture says. I will say for Christians today, we are living in challenging times. One of the great forces out there now is the sexual revolution. I know I've talked about this before, but we probably can't emphasize that enough right now as Christians because it is totally distorted what the Bible teaches on sexuality. In the sexual revolution, you've got government forces at play. You've got large corporations that are pushing this agenda. And when Jesus says that, you know, you're going to live a pure life, first of all, you're not to have lust in your heart. But secondly, marriage is between a man and a woman in the covenant, uh, supposedly a lifelong covenant of marriage. And so now we have things like no-fault divorce and abortion on demand, you name it, all kinds of legislation that uphold things that are contrary uh, to God's will when it comes to family and sexuality. And we would be foolish not to understand that there are many forces at play that are pushing this agenda. We as Christians should understand you're not going to be liked sometimes when you say in a loving manner, hey, this is God's plan. God's plan is a one flesh union between a man and a woman. Or this is God's plan for raising children. This is God's plan for, you name it, a myriad of other topics where the world is at odds with the church. I find it interesting. A lot of people have looked at research that what makes kids successful in this world uh, a lot of research has been done on that. And, and one indicator that children will be successful is they have a mom and a dad at home that are there for them, that love them. When you have a family that's intact, your chance for success skyrockets. And for boys in particular, having a father at home that's involved in their life. I just find that fascinating that when you look at research, research upholds what the Bible's told us all along that there are certain advantages you're going to have if you do things God's way. And what I mean by that, I'm not talking about health and wealth, that if you do things God's way, you're going to be blessed you know, financially just because you did that. But things will be better for you if you do things the way God wants them to be done. Uh, go back and read the book of Proverbs, and you'll see what it looks like to live a wise life. God wove this universe together in his wisdom. And when you learn how this universe operates and the wisdom behind all of this, you will live in harmony with this world because that's how God created it in his wisdom. But when we act in unwise ways, we unravel God's good plan. So the reading today is telling us that people are going to hate you. They're going to despise you because of who you are. What we cannot do in response is become hardened and angry people. That, that is so difficult because the, the easy thing to do is when people hate you is to hate back. When people don't like you for your faith, it's easy to become uh, desensitized to the world and to go into a shell and, and just not care. And, and Jesus makes it clear earlier uh, in his teaching in John that we must love one another. So it's very difficult. 
But this is the path that we must walk as followers of Jesus Christ. People that are loving people, but people that will take a stand for the truth of God's word. It's got to be both. I think, and this is just my personal opinion, when you look at Christianity today, you see a divide right now. You see a lot of people that are pushing toward um, what we would call uh, acts of mercy and compassion, which I think are great. Being involved in the community, caring about the poor, caring about those that are disadvantaged. I think that's all part of what we're called to do. But a lot of times that is emphasized over the truth of Scripture. And so people try to make Christianity uh, easier to swallow, you know, like adding sugar with medicine. So we'll blunt the edges of the, the teachings of Scripture and we'll try to reinterpret the Bible where it doesn't line up with popular culture. The other extreme is people love the Scripture. They love the truth of God's Word, but they have no sense of compassion or mercy for the world. They're not involved in the community. They're kind of in little holy enclaves in their church buildings talking about how bad the world is, and it's going to heck in a handbasket, and they're not getting involved. It's got to be both. You have to believe in the truth of God's Word. Stand on that truth and don't compromise, but at the same time have love in your heart and go into the world to be a transformative force for the gospel. It's got to be both. So this teaching today is a little bit challenging. It's not easy to hear. It's not uh, one of those things that you walk away from and feel just uplifted by, but it is a sober realization. It's like getting up in the morning and having a a really uh, strong cup of coffee. Sometimes we need these passages that wake us up, these realizations, things that we should expect. So let's read this one more time. And I'm just going to read the uh, first few verses here as we close out. This is John 15, 18 through 25. If the world hates you, know that it was hated, it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of this world, but I chose you out of this world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. Let us remember that Jesus has given us a mandate. He says in the end of the book of John, he says, As the Father sent me, now I send you. So we are sent in the power of Jesus to be his witnesses of the good news. And at times there will be opposition, and we need to be prepared for that. But we need to have courage and love in our hearts. Well, I hope you have a great day, and I hope to see you back again tomorrow with tomorrow's podcast.